right, everyone. Welcome again to another episode of Nerds in the City, a Central Florida podcast talking about nerd cultures, movies, games, comics, movie reviews, and events hopefully happening in and around Central Florida shortly. As always, you have your host, Tony, myself, and our boy, Nick. And then we have one of our local socialites of uh, <laughs> local events in around Central Florida that we know all the events coming up, and he's usually there with all of us. It's my boy and our boy, Jose. What's up? What up, what up, what up? What up? <laughs> How's everybody doing this week? Good. Great. You know, a lot of current events going on. Yeah. Well, so. one thing that's happening, uh, and I'm super excited about in the next few days on, what's today, the 9th? Tuesday? Yeah. So in two days, the 11th is going to be the PS5 event that they recently uh, delayed because uh, of the whole... Uh, Black Black Lives Matter movement and protests so they can have their voices heard. So now they've announced the official date's going to be the 11th. Uh, They're going to release the full final image of the console, the controllers they released. They're going to show more function of it. Gameplay, games are going to be released exclusive to that. So I'm excited. Like I told myself, once I figured out, once I finally realized the date that they were going to announce it, I was like, I'm not going to buy any more games. So the system comes out. Are you going to buy the system, though? Oh, hell yeah, I'm going to buy the system. I'm, I usually don't buy the system on the first run because uh, I just learned that the, the, first, bugs. the bugs are really high on the first run and first releases. But after that, then it's all good. And I'm Yeah, because the first out. version usually has a lot of updates. Yeah, that's that's the thing with that one. So there was a, I know they're going to be... What, what the issue that they had with... Um, who was it with with the PS3 when it first came out? Uh, there was it was a nightmare. Yeah, it was a nightmare. I got one when the first day it got out, <laughs> and I had to do a lot of updates. The games weren't working right. It was yeah, it was overheating, and there was they they didn't think. I guess at the time when they were doing it, they were like, "Oh, I don't think somebody will sit there and pay play a game for twenty three hours straight." Yeah, they did. Yeah. The other problem we had was because it was one of the first systems to have a Blu Ray player built into it. Oh yeah. Because remember Xbox, for some reason did the HD DVD. Yeah, they didn't. How'd that turn out? No, <laughs> you don't see no HD TV DVDs anymore. Well, you yeah. rarely see DVDs or CDs as much. But yeah, I'm super excited. I want to see what game are released. They did release a um, kind of a a gameplay, but it was on the developer side, so it wasn't like actual gameplay. So people were like, "It looks good." And it's the way it's running. Uh, I think they're running on the Unreal Engine, so it was like, it looks great. But I want to see actual how would it, how would it play on on the live? Do you think like, it looks more upscale than the Pro, yeah. the 4K PlayStation? Yeah. Because some of the upscale games on the 4K PlayStation they look pretty good. Yeah, they did. So one thing that they have on it, which it's upload speed. So a lot of people are like, oh, I don't want to wait for uploads. No, that's true. So they were comparing the upload for like Spider-Man, which is a huge uh, the game that takes a lot of data, and compared to on the Pro, compared to the new PS5, if I'm not mistaken, and it was like, like drastic difference. So it, it's a few seconds or or like a, a few, but that's for somebody that's impatient and how gamers right. are. Is like I want to play it now, give it to me now, nothing else. Do we know if it's backwards compatible? I think they are, but now that they have um, the program, I think it's uh, PS, not PS Plus. The PS Network, right? PS Where you can Net- play the old games? Yeah, you can play retro games. So sometimes you might not have, if you have the physical disc, I think they're backwards compatible. I think they might go up to previously three. Uh, it's not confirmed, but they will announce it on the 11th. How f- uh, these are all speculations, so everything's going to be confirmed in two days. But I'm excited about this. I'm really surprised that not, they didn't try to transition away from... Um Physical games? Yeah. Like, I'm surprised. Like, you know, you would think, especially with, like, phones, right? So every time that a new phone gets in, introduced, they try to basically take away something that we know of it, right? Headphone jack, but uh, home button, stuff like that, like, to make it more of a seamless thing. So I'm surprised with gaming, because I know some gamers, they don't ever buy physical games anymore. Yeah, one of our cousins. Yeah. Mikey. So he doesn't buy physical games anymore. And I can see why. I mean, like, if you could just get a big enough hard drive to keep all your games onto, why have... And then, let's say you lose your your whole system and you buy a whole new one, you could just download all the games for free again because you already paid for them. Yeah. So, 
The question is why buy physical games anymore? Some people just do. I like physical games just to Me too, case. but mostly because I don't I don't know. I just I, I it's something I guess in the transition of it, oh I put this game in here, but and also hard drive space. Yeah. But sometimes I, I usually have a game that I'll bring to you mm-hmm. to play it. But if I download it, you can only play it off of my account. That's the only that's the only benefit of it that you could it's a physical thing you could transfer from one person to another. Without having, without you know having an attached if they, account, if they start making digital, uh, digital, um, digital, um, how to put this, digital content, the same way as physical content, where it's like if I purchase a physical, let's say I purchase a movie, purchase a game, whatever it has, right, mm-hmm. and I purchase on on any network, and I'm like, you know something, I don't, I'm tired of having this. I can I can transfer it to somebody else for whatever half the cost of what it cost me originally, mm-hmm. or something like that. Or maybe for credit or something like that. So you don't really, nah. the, other, the other person loses money. You don't, they don't lose money, but you get to buy more stuff. I think the better way would be is be download it to your account. That way, if you want somebody to experience it, mm-hmm. they can just log in onto your stuff. No, I know. I'm just thinking about like because that's that's the only reason I. It's hard for me to transition away from physical copies of things, because I there's it's a market value. You're old. It, well, there's a market value to it. So it's like a game, yeah. like you know, just. Like, the reason GameStop even exists, you know, you play the game, you like it, you don't like it, whatever, you sell it back to GameStop, they give you some kind of credit, and they sell it to somebody else. Yeah, GameStop, where you buy a game for $60, and you return it the next day for $0.25. Cents. Yeah. And they sell it back to somebody for 30 For 40 bucks <laughs> or something, 45 I've seen that happen before. I used, You know what, it's a funny story, I'll, mm. I'll just, before we segue to the next section. I used to go to, I used to go to, uh, in South Florida, I used to go to like two GameStops. That I knew that a lot of people were like a lot of foot traffic was there, mm-hmm. and I would just go in on random days and just like pretend I'm shopping around, mm-hmm. and I'll see if somebody's returning something, and if there's games that he has, I'll peek, and then I'll be like, "How much did he give you?" He's like, "Oh, he's giving me, he's giving me um like twenty bucks in credit," and you would offer, him and I was like, "Yo, I'll give you eighteen in cash right now." Or tw- like I'll do like I'll match you in cash. He was like, okay. He just and- sit there and try to under. <laughs> he try to underbid him or something. I try to underbid. <laughs> I try. If it's something I really wanted, I would overbid. I was like, oh, how much is it? He's giving me twenty. I'm like, I'll give you twenty five. No, you're, you're giving him cash. So I'm like, I got cash right now. I'll give you twenty five bucks. I have a funny story. My brother Christian, he loves everything white. Nick knows. Yeah, he's funny. <laughs> well, he bought the white PlayStation, right? Yeah. And it came with a Destiny game. Yeah. Well, he doesn't play those kind of games, so he bought it at GameStop. He bought it. He, he's like. Hey, I'm buying the PlayStation. Can I trade a Destiny game in? Oh, no, you have to open it to make sure it's fine. It's brand new. I just <laughs> bought this off you. The guy's like, yeah, but we have to open it. It's a policy. Okay, gets the PlayStation, opens the box, takes the game out, opens the game. All right, it's $25 because it's used. How is it used? It's open. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. He's like, you saw me do everything. That's the policy. Damn. My brother, he's a Karen, so he called the manager. <laughs> he's a he wrote a letter. <laughs> and he's you know, manager said that's the policy. He wrote uh whoever, but that's just the policy. They were not giving him credit for a new game. Oh wow. So the guy's like, Oh, because you opened it. But you told me I have to open it. <laughs> yeah. To make sure the game works. <laughs> I would have just been like, you know, I mean obviously you can't do that now, but like next time you just go in there and he says, Well, you gotta open it. I was like, Well, I'm not gonna open it, so here. You take what you're gonna take. Oh well, then you know it has to be open. I was like, so you're gonna open it? Uh, well, yeah, I guess I'm gonna have to open it. And then while he does that, you just press your phone on and start recording. Go ahead, open it. <laughs> <laughs> just so that, like, if well, I gotta give it to you because it's used. Okay, cool. Then you contact their boss. Be like, hey, he dude, opened it. I got a video. He re- he opened it in front of me. Yeah, he opened it and then called it used. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the next uh, topic mm. is um, AMC. Just uh, probably like an hour ago, uh, finally announced that they'll be reopening all their theaters in ju- first week of July, if I'm not mistaken. Something like that. However, yeah. I don't know about you guys. Theater ain't going to be seeing me for a while. I know. We canceled our, our, our mm-hmm. AMC passes. We did. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's dub. I may consider it for tenant. However, I mean, I would really have to go in there. And be alone. Yeah, I was like, or with I'm, you guys, obviously. I'm, yeah, yeah. I was like, we're we're gonna take up half the theater. <laughs> it's only we only it's like twenty five percent capacity, but we just bought all ten seats that are available. So like the theaters are. Yeah, because um, from my knowledge, I think California and some other places are twenty five percent. So and in the way the AMC theaters are now, they have less seats. 
Yeah. So you just look for one that has like 20 seats, 25%, and then just buy the whole row. Yeah. Oh, no. I, I think what was it? I mean, I'm not going to any theater anytime soon either way, but I think if I was going to try to go to theater, it would have to be like an IMAX and I have to sit in the middle and like I could barely see the next person near me. <laughs> like just because yeah. that's a huge theater. So but that just consists of more people. But could you imagine you're in the middle of the movie, the movie's mm. getting really good, and all of a sudden you hear, Achoo! Or, <laughs> that's it. You're done. That's it. I run out. See, but here's a. F- I, mean, I throw I my popcorn in the air and just, just run. Was it was it regal or just in general like that, that somebody announced that they were Cinemark. not gonna? Was it Cinemark? Cinemark that they're not gonna require people to wear like masks. Cinemark and, and Regal, I believe, both are not requiring you to wear a mask. Yeah. Well, Regal. I, I knew Cinemark because we. Spoke I think Regal as well. Not sure. But yeah. But the thing we were talking about a little bit, and I wanted you to touch on base on it, because I want to get more involved in the conversation on it, was that the discussion was that because all these movie theaters are opening and they're limited to capacity, and the way that a lot of um, theaters, like AMC announced, like, they don't know how they're going to be able to be uh, profitable even in the next coming months once they open up more seats, that... Because the, past, the new movies are not being released. New movies are not being released. And then ultimately, new movies on bigger budget movies and possibly not be made. Yeah, because like me and Nick were talking about this, which we like <laughs> to argue about, is that I feel that if theaters do not return to how they were, which even prior to this, they weren't being profitable either, that the big blockbusters may not be coming as often as they were. Because yes, in VOD, you can make hundred million, maybe two hundred million dollars in sales for um, on demand. However, Fast and Furious, Guardians, you know, um, Marvel movies make a billion dollars, two billion dollars. I don't see that happening with VOD because part of the reason they get the billion dollar word is because people like us watch the movie two or three times. They fill in the seats. Yes, and we go with people. Yeah. VOD. Guess what? Hey, I'm ordering Avengers. Get the whole crew. One person pays, 20 people watch. Yeah. And then since you have it on demand, no matter how sophisticated they get to get them recorded, it's getting recorded. Yeah, but the thing is, is that that recording, <laughs> the whole recording thing is always going to be a thing. Because, yo, if you think about it, like when you think about it in New York, like when they started doing the bootlegs, dude, all somebody had to do was go to a theater where nobody ever went to, which there was a lot of them. In the middle of the day and just literally prop up a camera. Don't incriminate yourself, Jake. I'm just saying is that <laughs> the fear of recording a movie that's that at this point is gone. This should this should really not the fear, it. just saying that because you the, may order something on the, the probability of being and pirated is higher. May not let you you know DVR it, but you can still hook something up to your TV or your computer. like a screen capture. Yeah, a but that's capture. what I'm saying. But the the, the whole idea of um, the thing again, because remember the the copies that we've been saying lately are not people recording movie screens. They, we've been seeing people. What happens is you send a digital copy to another person who might be a critic or might be in that industry, and somehow that copy l- disappears. And that's how we've been getting the copies that yeah, we the, see in bootleg. The maid took it, obviously. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. So, like, I mean, just somebody recording it off their TV is not going to be... Yeah, but in the end, my, my thing is just that the profit's not there because mm-hmm. it won't have as many views because it won't be groups of people to watch the movie multiple times. When it'll be a group of people to watch it once, that somebody want so you, one person paid. You've never got together to watch, let's say, Game of Thrones with people. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying Walking Dead. Yeah, but, but that, that's the argument. That's the thing because we, we're all together. We're not paying individually. Yeah, so like, times. T- like us, like me, like how we normally is five of us, like mm-hmm. us three, us four, us three, and my wife is four actually. Mm-hmm. And each ticket, so let's say fifteen bucks, give or take. So that's what there's sixty dollars right there. But if we do it at VOD. Twenty dollars covers everybody, so we're literally saving forty bucks. Plus, not including food. Not including food. Not including drinks. But, but I, here's, here's be, the only mm-hmm. way. The only way that that could admit that is most VODs now. If you rent it, you get a twenty four hour yeah, turnaround. Turnaround. This one, the only way they could accomplish that is like twenty bucks for one viewing. You only see it once. That's no, but it. then there's the, the problem with that. The problem with that is that like you're saying. You're at home. You get to watch it relax. But yet, what? You can't pause it? You can't, like, rewind? No, 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 no. You could pause it. You could rewind. But once the movie is done, it ends it. Or I think there must be a time limit. Like, oh, you have... If the movie's I think 24 hours, hours is fine. No, but that's the thing. You can watch it multiple times in 24 hours. Yeah, but that's hours. fine. I'm saying it's 24 hours is fine because 
people that watch those kind of movies over and over again, they'll watch it over a span of time. No, I agree with you. No, no, that's the thing. But I'm saying on on the aspects of the mm-hmm. the production companies, if they're spending uh, like six hundred trillion dollars or six hundred billion dollars, I'll give you an example. Tenet cost two hundred seventy five million to make, mm-hmm. plus the marketing prior to this, they said it has to make four hundred fifty million dollars to break even. Yeah, but so, you just you just hit on a good topic right there, marketing, because that that's I think that's a huge part of the industry that will technically start to disappear, which that's already money they're saving in that aspect. Yeah, but still, the two hundred seventy five yeah. is a big price tag too. It is, but I mean, but remember, mar- movies mar- don't make money to break even, mm-hmm. so even if to be profitable, they still have to make four hundred uh, million dollars. Okay, so let me ask a question: upwards to six to make More. at least. Yeah, I'm saying even if it's only two seventy five they spent. Like you said, maybe like four to six to be profitable. Because otherwise, if you're only making like a hundred million dollars extra, which is a lot to us, but yeah. to them it's like we lost money. Yeah, mm-hmm. there was the, yeah they were they were like what was it? It was uh, I forgot what movie was it? It was I don't even know them. It was like t- as an example, like their budget was like five hundred million or like mm-hmm. f- uh, fifty million, and they made sixty-seven million. So like oh seventeen million dollars, they're like that's still a loss for us. Yeah, because everything all the all the not the marketing. But anything else that had to do with the pre-production, production, and post-production that people didn't account for as part of the budget. Well, there's always marketing because there's always a commercial. There's always a trailer that has to be broken down to. News meetups. like to, to Posters, poster yeah. boards. Well, okay. So here's one thing. I started doing like looking into other things. And I found this interesting. Most of the movies that you can, I can tell you, oh, do you remember this movie? And you'll like think with nostalgia, like, man, that was a great movie. That was an amazing movie. I, like... I would say about 30, 40% of the time, those movies were not profitable whatsoever. And like as far as they didn't make money in at the time that they were released. No, they So came, they weren't came, profitable. So they came, became profitable afterwards. What I'm what I'm thinking is, and I think what I know in Jose's argument is just that I I don't think that they're still gonna make bad movies. And let's say why are movies budgets so big, right? So it's usually digital effects yeah. or stuff like that. So the thing is, if we stop making movies like that and they stop making profits, guess what? Those guys are still going to have to make money. They might not charge the same or whatever that might be. What I'm saying is the industry itself will adapt. Yeah. And the thing is, for the movie that you're referencing as far as uh, Avengers... The tentpole movies. Huh? Ten, they're called tentpole movies. What tentpole movies? Tentpole movies. Like the, the movie, mm-hmm. like, tentpole, like, when you go to the circus, you're down to the tentpole, the biggest one. Yeah. Yeah. The pinnacle. Pinnacle, yeah. Well, I seriously think that I, I just don't foresee those movies disappearing. No, not disappearing. It's just that it's just that we're gonna see. A it's just that we're gonna way. see few of them. Few of them. Because remember, less, we're used to seeing budget. three to four Marvel movies a year, and most of them make that much money because mm. most of them spend that much money to make. So what they'll do now probably we do one a year, two a year, or every other year. Mm. I mean, but they they make a lot of their money through through the secondary market as far as. Like they, every time they come out with a movie, they come out with a toy. Every time they, you know, the the the, the yeah, but still the sales. that stuff would still be some, you know, be yeah. that way, and it could still be. They could still try to do. Well, we will see what happens with mm-hmm. Avatar because they're making like like five different Avatars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think I honestly don't think Avatar is gonna be like the first one mm-hmm. because the first one was wow, IMAX. You're in the world. You're in Pandora. Everything's cool because the movie itself is okay. Is the graphics and everything technology for the time? Yeah, because well, you rewatch it, it's okay. I'll tell you right. Do you this, think it's, it's a great movie? It's, it's Fern, well, Avatar. It's, what is it? Fern Gully. Avatar. <laughs> Avatar. I think was more just amazing. Like it was just in a very the story. The story is the story is simple. Uh, you know, I noticed the good movies or people or people perceive to be good movies or people get excited about. You get good visuals, you get good action, and you keep the story so simple. That people don't literally just because that's what it is. It's a simple story. What was it at that time? Avatar was getting compared to Dances of Wolves or other stories just like that. So as long as you keep a simple story, and you get good action, and good graphics. Those movies are going to be huge. But it's usually when you try to get too complicated and it it does not reach most audiences. That's when you start losing money or maybe that movie becomes more of a cult classic for a very specific type of people. But I will say this, though, based on everything, like I'm just in my head, I keep on picturing what if if people are going to make money, right? How they're going to make money, right? Let's just say that argument. And you bring up one very interesting name, Disney. So in my head, I'm like, okay, so Disney can let's say it doesn't make money from movies anymore. So where is it going to make its money? And it's 
it's so clear to me and it scares me because I think about it. Uh, I see something like Di- like uh, Disney's uh, streaming network being charged like to say we, what, we charge like six bucks right now, eight bucks, something like that. Yeah, I can see in about five, six years, they're charging almost 40 bucks for that for to access that channel. But they only release their movies through that channel. They don't do VOD. So they have instant money coming in from everybody because they're charging so What well, would you be willing to spend monthly to get new movie releases? Oh, I already told you that a while ago. We had this discussion before this whole thing even. This is like a two-year conversation, two years ago, whatever. I wanted to spend 50 bucks. A month? A month to get, like, at the time we were having a discussion because it was an idea this that came out. This is before Movie Pass. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. This so is before all this stuff. 50 bucks a month. Rest 50, in peace, 50, movie pass. 50 bucks a month. Huh? So I said, rest in peace, Movie Pass. Yeah. That was my favorite. Hey, but Ten, you know something? $10. Yeah. I will, <laughs> we abused that thing. I will say something, though. Uh, remember what I told you at the time? Movie Pass might not be the contender, might not even be the norm, but it opened up the door. And now, with everything going on right now, uh, Universal is is opening the door to the next step, the next phase, which is straight to straight to home movie movie experiences. And they'll they'll come up with their own regulations, but I guarantee you, once VOD becomes a thing, the next thing is going to be streaming network competition, where basically you're gonna have to you're gonna have to figure out where you're gonna put your money into. Right uh-huh. now. You could do that easy with a bunch of different like channels, yeah. right? How about you, Tony? How much would you be willing to spend to get new releases? I mean, like Black Widow, Tenet, etc. Like, you know, you get all the new movies VOD monthly. only. Yeah. Ooh, I would be in the f- yeah forty fifty range. Mm-hmm. The, it, oh, it all depends. Uh, how many I would get a month? Because if, if if on average, like how we were talking about, if budget movies are not coming out. It's like oh, one big budget a month or every other month. I'm like, uh, I could see because that's that's the what happened with, see, Movie Pass at ten dollars a month was not a big deal. Yeah, but once you get to the AMC, that was twenty dollars a month. Again, not a big deal. However, when you get to the slow months where there's no movies you want to see, yeah, like two or three weeks, you're like, man, I'm spending this money and I was, nothing to see. Yeah, me and my wife, we were. There was one time last year that it was like right before the. When, right when we got it, but right before the the uh, summer blockbusters were being released, there was like a month and a half that we didn't go, like almost like six weeks. And I was like, dude, I was, was desperate. N- I was looking was for anything n- to watch. N- yeah, Nick was like, let's watch this. I'm like, I'm not going to watch it. I think crap. I watched, I, I started watching movies that I had seen like three or four times already. For what movie? I think it was Hobbs and Shaw. I already seen twice or three times. <laughs> I know. No, but I'm just saying, like, I just, there wasn't a lot of movies coming out. So. You just ended up watching the same movies over and over again. Yeah, yeah. Nick Nick loves loves to watch the same movies over again, or just watch movies just to watch movies. I want to. I, I can't do that. I think I think there's always something to be taken away from every movie, no matter how. No, bad I it watch is. a movie to watch a movie. I, there's very few movies I rewatch a lot. Sometimes there's a movie I'll watch it and I don't like it. And I'll just watch it once and then I used to, to but I got burnt out from going to so many movie screenings. That burnt me out too. Mm. The waiting. Yeah, it was fun at first. But after like 400, I got burned out. No, but the funny thing is like, <laughs> it's so, such a different world now. Because if you tell me like, oh, there's a movie screen for this movie. Like, no. Like, <laughs> like I'm not doing that. No, not the way they Oh, you're sorry, everybody know Nick refuses to go out in the outside world. <laughs> I go out to the outside world. Just I'm very selective where I do. Yeah. He refuses to go to the outside world. So one of my friends, um, Jesse, he used to be a very, ad, like us, very avid, always going screen, uh, movie screenings. To the point now that he's been to so many that some, because he, you know how like uh, some of them, you would have to give your email to the production company like Sony, Time Warner, to the point that now they email him. To go. No, they'll send him a digital copy. Oh, nice. Yeah. There was a few movies that he was like, oh, I watched a screener for a movie, but he he can't tell me the name because I was, I was talking back and forth. I was like, hey, are you still doing the screenings? He's like, before this COVID thing, he's like... Yeah, once in a blue, but now they just send me an, uh, like a digital copy to nice. watch it. I think better. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, how can I get into that game now? But, so, God, I'm sorry. No, no, right, finish it, guys. I want to get to something else that we you you mentioned, and I want to see what your thoughts. Well, on. no, I just I'm just thinking about it's like so. One of the biggest marketing tools that they used to use for big movies was they used to use people's reactions to those those screenings as a way to market that movie, right? And now, if you think of it, compared to something like Netflix, Netflix doesn't really get like that kind of reaction. They only get it after the fact, right? So after the movies, that, that movies or whatever TV show or whatever has been out for a while, oh man, all these people are loving this. Um, I'm just laughing because I'm imagining screenings for VOD 
<laughs> like if that ever becomes a thing where it's like very select people get an email where they can access that movie on like at home, but they have to like the, the they have to get a webcam or something yeah. to, to get the reaction. What's the last movie you saw in the movie theater before this happened? The Hunt. The Hunt. Yeah, I watched The Hunt. I don't recall what I saw. <laughs> I know I saw it with you probably. <laughs> um, uh, Invisible Man. Yeah. Which one? Invisible, Invisible Man. Man. It was Invisible I Man. I did not see Invisible Man. No, you didn't see Invisible Man. Uh, I'm trying to think what else came out around the same time. I don't remember. There's very few movies. Though. Just huh? Things happen in March. It was a March movie. It was a that, March. Those movie. are the two March movies. Yeah. Oh, then it's then February. Yeah. <laughs> I can't recall. I remember. So here's the, here's some news that broke. Dad. All right, so you know how California already released? Uh, they announced that they could start pro- um, Hollywood could start production on movies. On movies, okay. Uh, in the next coming week or two, mm-hmm. and one of the guidelines is that they can't be no intimate scenes uh, because of <laughs> contact. So, um, with that being said, that oh. they they have three options: mm-hmm. they could abandon the scene, rewrite it, or CGI it. Mm-hmm. CGI sex scenes. Yes, <laughs> so uh, a lot of companies are like, uh, they were like, okay, so they're they're reevaluating. It's like, do we really need this scene, or if it's pivotal to the movie? They were like, let's see the production, and if if we could hold it out all the way to the end, and then just add it. You know what that just reminds me of? What two words? Stunt cock. Gizmo, um, what is it called? Uh, orgasmo. Orgasmo. <laughs> so if you don't want to get COVID, you get the stunt cock to come in. <laughs> oh, wow. Honestly, like... So you get stunt people to have a sex scene mm. and you digitize the face on the people. <laughs> no, <laughs> not even that. Nothing. No, because the stunt person, they sign a waiver, so they don't care. No, no, but they no, can't. No, no, they no, can't. no, no contact. <laughs> no, you can't put anybody in like... So that who, kind of who, who did that one? They did so this that California. One yeah, this is California. Well, you know... California is like the capital of the um, dirty movies. Yeah. <laughs> well, so that's changing. So how does that affect that? So they're going to have to CGI everything. Or come to Florida. Because Florida. Or okay. Georgia. Georgia is like the new, the next Hollywood. Yeah. But that's, I was like, I read that and I was like. That's a weird. Because I mean, think about what. So they, I mean, you can, you can have a, uh, you can have an intimate scene, but you can have like a fight scene. I don't even know because with fight scenes, you they could. I guess fight scenes you're fully clothed, possibly to the to mm. some extent that you could hit and fight and punch with gloves or make pretend that you're hitting each other, hitting each other from different angles, like the, how they did in Rocky mm. and other fighting movies. But this one, I was like, you're instantly like on top of somebody, and I'm like, I guess with this, but they said that once they open up the, the other phases, mm-hmm. they'll probably allow it and they'll just be more cautious. But like right now, starting immediately is that there can be no contact, which I thought was hilarious. But for me, it's funny because like given to what's going on in the world right now, you would think that people forgot that COVID-19 still exists. Yeah. Because you see the size of the crowds, you know, in the protests, you see the size of the crowds at the beach. At the mall, going. If you go out right now, yeah, people act like everything's no, nothing, gone. Nothing's. Oh, uh, there was a there was a something I was watching on YouTube where they were showing a live scene from Vegas, where it's hundreds of people. Yeah, they open Vegas. The biggest thing is not just that there's hundreds of people next to each other on top of each other, is that they don't have masks. It's like you see all these people like out and about and doing their thing, but they don't have any any masks on. You're like, oh wow, like you like Jose says, it's like. You look at people like, man, people really just act like that never happened. And then we're not, we're like, we're literally like in the eye of the storm right now. Yeah. But we'll see. The thing is, with the whole argument that you, the whole thing you were saying, the CGI, I always thought that one day they were going to get to the point where they can literally just CGI an entire movie. Well, they can CGI actors. Like, you know, oh, yeah. you, you want John Wayne, you want Tupac. Oh, no, they can. You they want can, somebody. They can, they can change the physical, like the details of the person. Because they have the the, the that one reference. suit, the yeah the reference suits. Yeah, but well, I'm they just did getting... with Paul Walker. Remember mm. in the Fast and Furious movies, they yeah. used his brothers and then they digitized his face. I f- yeah. I feel like that was horrible. Like have you, have you ever, I mean, don't get me wrong. I trust me, I can't do Princess that. Princess Leia. No, um, that was that was okay. That was that was pretty well Admiral, done. Um, the Admiral in um Akbar is it? Not Akbar. Admiral Akbar. in Rogue One. Yeah. I know the Admiral. Or what about um Tuckerton, I think. No, uh, Robert. Robert uh, De Niro. 
mm. in the uh, Irishman. See, but that's what I'm saying. Well, I, that, he was actually there. They, he's talking about people that no, but they, they not had a reference. No, I, I, I think they, know, they had a reference to make him younger. That was well done. That's what bothers me about movies is like they have these huge budgets. You see a movie like The Irishman where it's so well done, it doesn't look like it is CGI. And then you see like a movie like The Gemini Man, and you're like, the movie itself is a reference to itself that it has bad scenes. Because yeah. you have one scene in the dark, and everything looks great. And then one scene bright in the sun, and you're like, oh, this is just terrible. Yeah, <laughs> it is. So let's get on to the mm-hmm. next thing. and I want to get your guys' thoughts. Uh, Bill and Ted's World Tour trailer dropped today. Was this the first trailer? I feel like I've seen another trailer, but no, this is the first. it was a teaser the first time. It was like a... If you this one, this one, this one introduced a storyline. Yeah, this was the official first trailer. If you call that a storyline, I was a little upset. I was a little uh, disappointed I, just because. Okay, so the last, the last Bill and Ted I remembered when it ended, that's when they became who this legendary group. That's what it showed in the newspapers. Wild yeah, wild stallions. You saw the newspapers. You saw mm. that they went out and they they gained the skills that they needed. So it bothered me when I saw them this way. Where it looks like they're still Bill and Ted from the first two movies, start cho- still trying to figure out what the song was, and I'm like, I don't know, it's just disappointing because this is what thirty years I mean, later, and and the way they were acting is like they never grew, they never matured. Yeah, like you, the, the scene at the at the end of the last movie never happened. The thing for me is, Keanu Reeves has matured and does so much more after this that when you see him do this role now, even though it's his role, yeah. When you watch the older movies, which are stupid as hell, but I love them. Yeah. When you watch this one, I don't get the same feeling. I see him try to be, you know. His younger self. He doesn't come off as naive. He does not come off like that. No. He doesn't come off as naive and stupid. No. Yeah. And it's the storyline itself. I don't know. I, I don't think it's a duo. Now you have to go it, to the future. It looks like a bad Netflix movie. Yeah. Mm. It looks like it possibly might be. I wish. Hold on, let me take that back. Netflix makes good movies. A bad Hulu movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, well. Continue. Side note. No, no. Crackle. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. The the last American Crime got zero on Rotten Tomato, just right now. Mm. So if Netflix does the bad movies. No, no, it's but not that they don't. They don't back they do. to the trailer. Yeah, I wasn't feeling it. I wasn't feeling it. I, I honestly thought what it was gonna do, it was gonna show us who they are like in the future, like who they basically became, like. These legendary people, and maybe at when they're at that point where they become like these legendary characters, they're like, "Yo, let's like like looks back, let's go back, and they go back in time or something." But no, nah, I don't know. Just showing them the same the way future they future prison self. I, I feel like weird. yeah. Oh, that was I was like I didn't even see that that was them. That looked, right. I'm like, why does that guy have fake muscles? And then I realized it was them. Yeah. What I feel that the story is like they performed that at that time when at the last at the end of the last movie. Mm. And they rose to fame, and they just yeah, that's what they showed. Yeah, that they just died out, and they just like you never created your song, and that's what it feels. But I feel that there's gonna be a, somewhere in the gap, and that there's gonna intervene something, there's gonna change. It's like oh, it's because of this time or this happened, and you weren't able to create yeah, it. Part one is with stations. Part two is with the the Reaper. Yeah, and the which Reaper the Reaper seems back. to be in this one too. Yeah, he's back. I saw that he's back. I just because everybody loved their interaction when they were playing the games. It goes I two would. out of three. <laughs> They're funny. I don't like. Well, no, station was in part two too. I'm Melvin. <laughs> the station stations. You talking about the little alien? Yeah, dude? was that in part one? Or that part was part two? two. Part two. Was it part two? Okay. Part yeah. one was straight up history, historical figures. Yeah, 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 I remember now. But um, I don't know. I, I mean, just, both movies are bad, but they're so bad they're that good. you enjoy them because of what they are. Yeah. But sometimes you, when you wait too long, again, this goes to the, even the Avatar thing. When you wait too long and try to bring. Same magic back. No, no, that's the there. thing. Is like when you wait too long, it has to be a new movie. It has it has to be a, a new movie in that world. Like you know who did a great job at bringing a movie back? Uh, like bringing Blade Runner twenty forty nine was that's amazing. Exactly what I was yeah. gonna say. <laughs> because they weren't trying to be the Blade but Runner, good, but it was a good movie. Period. That's not. Right, but it wasn't trying to be the Blade Runner. It wasn't trying to be the Blade Runner that we remember. Sequel. It's trying to. It's trying to story within that exactly. world. Exactly, and that's what like, this, this one would have been. been dope. If this one would have been. I'm thinking of Tenacious D pick of Destiny that like a new like new two new teens like like trying to learn trying to create their band and look up to them for or, guidance or yeah or like find them like have a pick or a guitar then they'll find a photo of the the phone booth oh like oh my god oh you just you nailed it if they were approached like let's say they created this new world they created this new thing like a utopia and, huh like a utopia yeah 
And they're like, listen, you guys did did help in this, but there was another band that actually created something that actually made it to this level. Like, you opened the door, somebody actually created it. Or, like, you were the inspiration that created the greatest song exactly. in the world. Exactly. You were yeah. the inspiration. You, your song wasn't the one. It was your That name. was the mystery that nobody realized. Or another cool thing would have been, like, a parallel universe. Yeah. Which this could be as well. It's just the trailer was kind of vague, but it looks bad. But I was just going to say, like, it would have been interesting if they took George Collins' role. If they if they were approached and they took I George Collins' role. I hope they don't CGI him in the movie. No. Uh, he would have been. He would have been pissed. I'm I, like, I, I can see him, especially if you listen to George Collins. He would have been pissed if they did that, especially if it was just just for quick cash. Because that's one thing I don't understand is like this movie does. I don't see like uh, Keanu Reeves is huge. I don't see why he, he like it didn't seem like he would do this for quick cash. No, so but why, he, so he, like, he, I think he did it. People he, have been asking him to do this for a long time. No, of course. Yeah, but I think like, he just did it for, for fan service. Mostly. Yeah, but I know, but it's just, this is not fan people, service. It feels like it wasn't fan service. Like yeah. this is like. No, I'm saying well, the idea is fan service, and when they announced it, I was like, "Man, I'm a huge fan. I want to watch this." But then when Not I see the trailer, the trailer, I just felt like, "Okay, they just it seems like a cash grab." How do you feel yeah. about this? I've I think Nick and I have discussed it in the past. Some movies have a following, or you know the name, you see the name, you're like, oh, "I want to watch it regardless." Yeah. Do you feel that some movies like that don't need a trailer? Period. That don't need. They just need to be like, "This movie's gonna be announced this day." Yeah, that's it. Ooh. There is, but this is only based on my childhood. Like if they're like Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. like Ghostbusters is coming out June twenty twenty. Yeah, the new uh, one actually looks okay though. No, no, it looks great. Even if they would have been like Ghostbusters is coming out, no trailer, nothing. no trailer, I would go watch it. I will say this though, unf- this is my own thing. If that Ghostbusters, because it looks great, and I'm excited because I love the direction they're going. Again, we're going back to the same thing. If you have a huge gap, you create a new story. You don't try to re like reboot redo. it. Like or reboot like, or try to follow up on the old one like that. That's why that's the failure of the um, Terminator movies. Yeah, you they don't tr- go back to the same. You story. don't try to do a a, a, a consist a was it X Men? Uh, it was come back to the Phoenix Saga. Oh my god, the there's Phoenix so many stories saga. in freaking Marvel and X Men. Yeah. Why? Why go back to the same one? <laughs> so you're saying that? Okay, so um, anyways, so here's my only thing. I think uh, Ghostbusters is doing a great job because they're doing a whole new idea with this from that world right that's a great idea but i think if you were to have done that without a trailer they would have been a lot of pissed off people the reason i say that is because if you just announced ghostbusters they're gonna think again they're gonna think they're watching you know the, the original, original ghostbusters yeah well, I'll give you so per- this is a whole different concept I'll give you a perfect example right now king kong versus godzilla is slated to come out this year yeah there is nothing out on it mm-hmm. are you gonna watch it Oh yeah. oh yeah. Are you gonna okay? Yeah. But, but but here's the thing with that one, they already created two movies to build that world, which yeah. is true. Yeah. So you already you already know the King Kong story, and then Godzilla's God was the Godzilla. No, but I mean they have King ten or two because they've been together, been out hundred years. Like Godzilla was what, in the forties, the fifties, and yeah. King Kong in the early nineteen hundreds. Yeah. So they have to have history as well, but still, well, most movies have marketing trailers, all this stuff, and this movie is done. Yeah. They have showed nothing. And not even, like, and not even a poster. Okay, but let me say this. Okay, so we're going to watch it. We're probably going to be good. And, and you're you right, watching the theater? Been, huh? Are you going to watch it in the theater? No. So <laughs> It's going to be in November. I'll watch it in the theater. No, no, but no, I don't care. I'm not going. I'm, <laughs> I'll, go with, I'll go with Jose. You have, I'm gonna, you have a gas mask. So wear your gas mask. It's not even about like any kind of fear. It's just I want VOD. So in order for me to keep VOD and I have to use P- my money POV? to support it, yeah, whatever. VOD. <laughs> so, but no, VOD, keep, keep this in mind though. Like, like, look at the argument I just made, and think about this. Let's say if Godzilla came out, we we are already in our head expecting a very specific type of movie because you said the first two movies already came out. What about if this one was like something completely different, where basically they're on the moon and they, they break dance instead of fight? You would have been like, okay, what is this, and why wasn't I ready for it? Because that that's what trailer does. Trailer trailer caters your expectations. It controls yeah. your expectations. Well, I mean, I I'm not gonna spoil it because I'll, I'll talk about it off the air. Yeah, I, I read stuff about the King Kong Godzilla movie. I know, I know, there's gonna be uh, well, I'll, I it's already inf- like showed in the Godzilla King Ghidorah might come back. Yeah, well, well but this- I feel I was talking to somebody on uh, there was there was there was this girl on Twitch, and she was doing sculpting. And she was doing like a, a commission and she had like a Godzilla in the back. I'm like, well, you, have, you made that Godzilla? It was like, I want to say like 10 inches tall, like f- huge, like, gr- like thick. 
yeah, it was it was the tail and everything, and it was like so detailed that I was we were talking about Godzilla versus Kong, and I was and when we came up to consensus, I'm like, we feel like it's gonna be like Batman v Superman, yep. where they're gonna fight each other, but no Martha, but they're gonna have a big bad day they're gonna go against, and which might be King Kador with somebody else or like Mecha Godzilla. Yeah, that's Mecha Godzilla. Yeah, so that's, that's what I read too. Okay, so, no, I didn't even know that. Look at that. But what happened was, I mean, I guess, spoiler alert, I guess. Potential spoiler potential alert. Potential spoiler alert. No, you're, you're not the, 100%. They made the toys, and there's a, Mecha, there's a Mecha Godzilla toy. Yeah. So, let's see what happened. But, all right, guys, we're going to take a quick break and come back with Nix's movie review. All right, everyone, welcome back to Nix's movie review. What movie did we watch, Nick? We got to watch Hotel Artemis. And honestly, this movie, I, it's like, it's weird. It's a movie that you remember seeing the trailer for and don't know what happened to it. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't remember watching the theaters. I don't remember any discussion about it. I don't remember anything about it. But it's, it's we'll get into the movie itself. But I just found this, found it interesting. It felt like it just disappeared. And then yeah. all of a sudden it just showed back up on Prime. On Amazon Prime, which that's how we got to watch it. Um, so just give you a little description of the movie. So this is actually the, the the biggest surprise to me was that this wasn't a current movie, right? You, most movies like this are like crime dramas and stuff like that. They're current to whatever time we're in. Yeah. This one's actually futuristic a little bit. Like, so not like far off future, but like 2028. 20, yeah. So. Well, technically... Mm-hmm. Uh, what we were talking about is that the movie came out in 2018. Yeah, so this is a it, decade, and and the movie was set a decade later. Mm-hmm. But we, uh, are, which is funny because it was like most movies they do either a decade about a decade or more. Well, like 20, 30 years. Yeah. Maybe. So they can actually, you know, they can justify some of the technology, or whatever exists. Yeah. So okay, so quick thing. Okay, so basically, this movie, the the this place, kind of like I said, uh, po- like a little bit of future, 2028. Um, there's a huge riot. In, in Los Angeles, basically rocking this this area, and that's the background of this whole situation. So the the premise of this movie is that there is a a hotel that exists in the middle of all this that apparently is um, caters to uh, very specific people. Like you have to be a member in order to go, but it's like a ho- it's like a hidden hospital. Yeah, it's a members only hospital. A members only hospital uh, that caters to very specific people. Criminals. Yeah, but the rules are very, very. It's almost kind of like um, uh, John, uh, John Wick. The hotel. That's, yeah. The, immediately, the the once I saw the movie, I was like, I feel like this existed in a room inside of John Wick's world. Yes, because uh, basically, no matter how bad the criminals are, the rules are like the rules exist, and they, everybody has to follow it, no matter yeah. who you are. So it's a. I like that. I like the, those kind of movies like that that have those kind of rules and no matter what the scenario is. So again, yeah, there are very few people that can go into this place. And this one night, there's like this huge storm brewing outside, and everything's accumulating to that. And I think that's the one thing I'm, I'm getting into. So one thing I did like about this movie was the fact that it felt like everything was building. I like movies that build. And yeah. one thing I did really enjoy about this movie is that it had a great great actors the cast was like who they casted was amazing yeah but they're not like they're not like like they're not like characters you would say like are like the top of the top like you know like you know the brad pitts and like that but these are characters where if i told you he was in it your eyes were like oh oh like because they're good actors they do good jobs and again this is why the this movie surprised me that it's just kind of disappeared from the like everything so um Okay, so let's go into it. I like I said, I like the movie. It has a great build up to the end. Um, like you can feel like everything is about to explode to this to this very conclusion. Um, it's weird that I saw a lot of like. There's a lot of elements in this movie that have a lot of relevancy with like stuff that's going on now. Yeah, the protest is like it hit very close to not close. I, I close find to it home. weird how they how they categorize how they kind of show like not showed. But how they would categorize the protest, because um, in this case, it was not it was not just protest. It was right. They say it was just like pure on like, rights, but they made it seem like it was a freaking purge. Like, they had you know, the purge sound and everything for a moment. Like, yeah, people, the characters in the, in the show, the movie were like almost afraid to be out there for that. I'm like, but you're an individual person in, a, in that scenario. Like, you make it seem like they're just killing everybody who they see on the street. Like, 
Yeah, I guess I found that a little bit weird. They made it seem the riots very lawless. Like people would just come in and attack you, just not for the cause of the riot, just because of the cause of it. Because you're in that environment, that you're a victim to the the and um, the situation you're in. Who mm-hmm. you ever, depending who you run into. Yeah. But yeah, even like when they had curfews here, they were like, "Oh, you have a curfew at ten o'clock." Oh, that was like, another interesting. There, it was like they had like a blaring news. Like purge sound, like get inside your house, or there'll be lethal reactions so or retaliation. This doesn't, give, this doesn't give anything away. This isn't a huge part of the movie, but when they they actually mentioned curfew in the movie, and then I heard, it, I was like, "Wow!" Because the thing is that they said it very nuanced, like very quickly. But they basically said curfew, and basically if you're caught outside, they kill you. Like yeah, you, it's, it's not a question about like lethal, they ask you what you're doing yeah. outside. Like they just try to kill you. A lethal, um, lethal force. Lethal force. Yes. Yeah, I was. So I was like, wow, time. that's a that's a crazy world. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the 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 like I said, the actors are great. Um. One of my favorite things about, about movies, and it's not always a necessity, but I I love this this movies, the introductory thing where it's like little by little they kind of introduce you to every character where it's not too heavy handed. You see them. You see that what they do. And with little things, they show you who that person is. Yeah. And I love stuff like that. And I think they did that very well. They accomplished that very well. The only one, the only thing I have with it Mm. uh, on the casting side was Charlie Day's character. He he didn't sell me. Yeah, I mentioned that. Yeah, He didn't sell me. And what was the other one? Sterling Brown. I think we we also agreed on that one. Sterling Brown, which was on? Uh, Waikiki. The main character. Waikiki. You you didn't think? You didn't like him? I like him as an actor, but he didn't sell me enough. You think so? I think he did a great job. I think... Uh, Jeff Goldblum. Oh, and Jeff jo- Goldblum just glows anytime he's on screen now. Jodie Foster was really good. Yeah, Dave Bautista was really good. Mm-hmm. Like Bautista's he, awesome in limited roles, but when he has those limited roles, he's great. He, yeah, he yeah he does. And the thing is, he played a role that he would normally play as the the muscle, but then he also he 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 had like a little bit of a of like Drax in him because he had like that that dry humor a little yeah. bit. In it that it was like it works for him like for yeah. that like that's a typecast he's gonna be stuck with he's gonna have that dry humor mm-hmm. like a very serious tone but it's gonna be funny the way he delivers it and but him him bouncing off of uh, Jodie Foster was a, I loved it because you could see the concern that he had for her and she for him I like how she like busts his chops like there was a lot of that and I was like yeah it's so funny it's like such a weird interaction I like that but and I, I I disagree with you on that part I did like this guy's character I think. Um, I, I've been watching him and stuff. Like I, I started rewatching Supernatural, mm-hmm. and I didn't even realize. I mean, it blew my mind when I realized he was actually one of the actors from one of the, f- uh, say, the first four seasons. I think it was. Mm-hmm. So to see him in that role, where in that that show he played a very dark character, to see him in something like this, and then you see him in like uh, This Is Us, blew my mind. I was like, wow, this guy can play all these roles and you almost forget that it's him in each one of those. Yeah, yeah Zachary Quinto and his role was kind of forgettable though. Which his, one is Zachary Quinto? The son? the son? Yeah, his was I wish he would they would have played off of him a little bit more. Yeah, because they made it seem like he's a badass but then he really isn't. Yeah. Well, the, he was a like I like what was it? He was an overdoer, I guess you want to call it like Yeah, the overachiever. Yeah. But the badass of the movie was uh, Sofia Botello. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, she she did good. I liked yeah, her. Yeah, if you don't know who she is, she's Gazelle from Kingsman. The Mummy in the Mummy movie, and she's also in and, uh, that, um, Atomic Blonde. Atomic Blonde. Yeah, they, they were they were all did good. I think Charlie Day's character was the least. I think the, relatable. The I feel to, bad because I know what his role was. It's just he was the comic relief, which is fine, but he has to be like that that jerk that nobody likes. And I get that part, but I think where he falls he falls weird is because the kind of jerk that they portrayed him as was just, just like sexist, racist kind of like just straight up a-hole where he's saying these roles and it's coming out of his mouth and you're like yeah i don't believe it you know what it is too he gets typecasted as well it's because of his voice his yeah. face and his size he and he's not intimidating and he always plays no matter how he always has he a does high, a he always has his high pitch yeah sound that comes out he's of himself him. yeah he like when he gets i guess the last few movies i've seen with him when he gets like like the character gets excited, his voice pitch gets higher. So I don't like I don't see it as a threat. Think I, about it like like he was the the villain in that um the kaiju movie was it called with um Pacific Rim Pacific Rim yeah even in that movie like he's Such supposed to be the main villain hook. you don't see him as the villain <laughs> yeah because he's just like a, like 
like Nick said, like a comic relief person. So even when he's being serious, you're like, nah, bro. And I think comedians can be villains. It's just they have to be a very specific type Jim of Carrey. villain. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey plays a great villain. But they have to be a very specific type of villain. They have to be somebody who, basically the Joker villain. Somebody yeah. who laughs, but you're scared of their laughter. Yeah. Not somebody who basically says things that would just be, it doesn't seem like it would come it, from them. Yeah, how it's delivered. It, you don't see it as believable from that person. Yeah. So, yeah. But, yeah, the movie overall, I, 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 I love the pace of it. The pacing and like the character introduction, good build up. Good build up. Uh, the way it ended, mm, I feel like I it know could, it could have been it, it flat out too quick for me at the end. I felt like there should have been more. I wanted for me, I, I, I wanted to see that. It, well, it did give you a continuation of that the world is still going on, mm-hmm. um, because of the end scene, but overall, I liked it. I wish they would have had. I wish they had more than one floor. You know, just, what I would say about the movie, the movie for me is two halves. The first half, the way it starts, it's like, you know, a heist, things going on, a little serious, you know, some action, some killing. Yeah. Then it changes more to the rescue with more relief, comic relief. Yeah. So it starts one way and it changes. Way. It changes the tone throughout yeah. the movie. Even though it still has the suspense and everything, yeah. the tone changes a little bit. But it, it tries to wrap it back around yeah. towards the I, end. I feel that this is not giving it away. I would feel that the movie would have been better off if it's kind of continued going the darker tone yeah. towards those type of movies where like no one gets out of anywhere, everybody dies or something like that. Because you know what it falls into the realm of? Uh, Panic Room with Jodie Foster. Wait, wait, hey, Jodie Foster. Oh, she was in the movie. You think it would fall into that one? Yeah, because they're they're in a com- they're uh, in a space that they can't get out of, and they need a. Jerry find- Leto, Forrest Whitaker, and um, no, no, I know, I know the movie. I, yeah, I'm, I'm just but it felt like, like it felt like that because they Christopher. they're they have to work with what they have around them to get out of the situation that they're in, and. Panic Room is the best scenario of being a darker tone to keeping that tone in mm. the movie if it was going to be carried across the whole thing. Yeah, because I think this movie, if it got a little darker and like... Grittier? Yeah, they would have been better. It, kind of like on the one with the blind guy. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, Stephen Lane. Don't Breathe? Yeah, Don't yes. Breathe. I think. Something like that where people try to get out and he just keeps getting darker. You know what I think what it was too is like everybody was, I think this is my big thing. If you're going to have a small cast and it's going to be one enclosed space like it was and there was such a good buildup, the problem I think was that the, none of the characters, like, you know, you think about uh, identity, right? Remember identity? So like they really weren't like, they basically weren't put in a situation where they all had to figure out how to survive. They were all in, the, in their own individual stories doing their own individual thing. And I think that's where the separation is. Like, if they were all, like, in a situation where, like, oh, man, we're in a messed up situation and this big dog is coming. And once he gets here, we're all dead. I think that would have been a more dramatic, like, See, reveal. because that's the whole thing with the buildup of the Wolf King. Mm-hmm. Even though Jeff Goblin did great as his role, his, his henchmen did nothing. Did nothing. Because mm-hmm. you would feel, okay, whatever happens to the Wolf King happens to the Wolf King. So now it's survival mode because he came with, like, 40 dudes. But yeah. no. But that's what I'm saying. If there was, if there was a tense where everybody had a situation that happened where, damn, they're all caught, which means that when this guy gets here, we're all gonna die, and they'll have to figure out a way to survive. That would have been more of a, a like, like you're interested in the, what happens afterwards. But it felt like everybody was off to their own thing. Well, remember, these people stay behind to help them. So you would think, all right, this guy stayed. This stuff happened. Mm-hmm. He died, right? Yeah. Then this other person stayed. They did their stuff and then they died. So it's like levels yeah. to get to them before they get out. Yeah. But also, like you're saying, it would have been more interesting if there was like different levels to the hospital. That yeah, that's one of them. Mm-hmm. And then they generally, you would think here is that you're gonna have one person that's the ultimate mm-hmm. bad, which the, is, I thought would be the son, but none of them were. They were all just henchmen. Henchmen, henchmen. like nobody. The was, red shirts. Huh? The red shirts of Star Trek. Yeah, <laughs> they 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 didn't call they being in there caused an obstacle, but not something that I felt was so threatening. 
like they didn't show the true power of if if they would have done something that were like damn i'm scared of them then i would have been like this they're in a more serious situation that they were especially but, the sun but because they failed at that on that aspect mm. it didn't i didn't feel as threatened because they didn't see they didn't show the true power like every time you see a like the introduction of Darth Vader in their Star Wars when he choked the the, the guy, you're like, he has powers. Like if yeah. he's willing to kill somebody that works for him with no remorse at that time, then Actually, you, I you fear was... him. But this one, the 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 introduction of it was great of Jeff Goldblum and his group, but they didn't show enough that what to fear. They didn't give a give an explanation why all the the only thing they had was like he's coming. So you already know that if everybody's knows the history, because the other reaction know, know who's coming, then you they would assume that oh the, the viewer it, was gonna feel that way. But if you don't present it to me, I'm not gonna feel anything. Because think about it when they, when everybody found out he was coming, that guy was trying to leave in a helicopter. This guy locked himself in the room with his brother. Yeah, everybody's hiding. Everybody's hiding. Yeah, they were like, oh, I'm like, damn, what's gonna happen? And nothing happens when he arrives. So I'm like. No, I, I think I think they under that's one thing I I, I do agree with in the sense that like they underutilized um what's the actor's name because I love him to death um the guy Andrew. who played the son Zachary Quinto yeah I loved him and remember he was from Heroes he was from uh, um uh, American Horror Stories yeah like he's he knows how to play a villain he knows how to play a good villain yeah. so I think if they would have like built it up if more they, if they would have used utilized him as if they if they would have had like another guest or somebody that he used as like, like as Enforcer. an example, as he, if he would be able to use anybody as an example, of what's what's happening, then you would like you can't mess yeah, with this so guy. I think if they would have done a little bit more of that, then the movie would be a little better. Yeah, but either way, the movie, the movie is a, it doesn't like take another, away how good the movie was. The movie is another hidden gem. Like it's weird though. I know we're watching a lot more you know stuff on streaming and VOD. But I'm actually liking these movies a lot more than a lot of the the, the B rated movies you see in the theaters, like the hunt, the 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 hunt, or anything like that. Yeah. Because the other one that we saw, uh, Guns of Kim, uh, Kimbo, was like, what was this movie? This is a great, you know, good fun watch. This was another good fun watch, and this is stuff that's just anybody can watch whenever they want. Keep in mind, though, watching a movie at home in the comfort of your home mm-hmm. versus driving to the theater. Getting your stuff and sitting down. Yeah, you have making a, the you, effort. You have, you have more great, expectations. You have greater expectations if you're putting the effort to get out the house. That well, is make, true. I don't know. I, I you know what I've been enjoying but myself lately. My, like, go ahead. But here's the thing, and you're very at fault of it, and you know that. Yeah. What? When whenever me and Nick watch a movie, Nick, if he if he doesn't like the movie, he'll pause it and then watch it later. So like he'll he'll like what was the last movie that we saw that that you like hated. Or you didn't like? I forgot that it was that we gave it like a negative. I forgot what movie it wow. was. It was recent that he took. It took him like five times to finish. I think the he told movie. me, but I can't remember now. Because he he always tells me what movie he doesn't. Yeah, like. so it like took him like five times, like five different times to watch a movie. Like he watched it, it was like I couldn't take it. Why can't I like? Think, I'm trying to think what movie that is now. Like, and that's the thing. I still remember. I remember it, but in my head, I'm like, what movie was that? Like, and, and the thing with that was that. Like how you were saying, like if you go to the theater and we're seeing watching this movie, we're not leaving. We already drove over here. Now the now you automatically have two hours of my day. And then you're pissed off. And then I'm pissed. With with that movie, I'm gonna look it up while you're talking. That But I will say this though, like the thing is, those are movies I watch them on my own. But I have I have experienced like what I've been doing, especially with uh, my niece, because I she one thing as that I've this happening since you know the whole uh, lockdown and everything, I've been taking the time to introduce my niece to the classics, like the movies that I grew up with. But we don't just watch it; we sit down, we turn off all the lights, we get the popcorn ready. What kind of movies does she like? Well, I mean, she likes she likes scary movies and she likes those kind of things. But I've been introducing some like I introduced her to Princess Before you Bride. Get far, how um, many how many Nikki's do you give? Well, Velocipaster. Oh, yeah, it was terrible. That's the one. That was just that was atrocious. <laughs> that was the one. That was the last one that you told me you took took you that several, was, several, you really tried, several times. You really to tried watch. to watch that? No, I didn't try. I watched. I watched, it. and I enjoyed it. He did. It. I enjoyed it. And I like bad movies. There's something like I do. Some enjoy. This was like, but you, how, how bad can it be? But lots of pastor. It's bad. It was bad. <laughs> I'll tell you this. It was bad, but it was good. Bad, but like, Sharknado bad. Where's Worse. the Shrek, Where's the Sharknado? 
piranhas bad? Worse than piranhas. I didn't even see piranhas, but worse than piranhas. (laughs) Movie 43 bad? Mm, Yeah, worse than that. Yeah. Dragon Ball Evolution bad? It's a... Yeah, it's like that bad. That's, to me, that's at the floor. Nick no, and I no. went to see Dragon Ball Evolution in the movie theater, but and I wanted that, to throw my shoes at the screen. Well, well the <laughs> thing with Dragon Ball it already has it already has a following, so you already have an, a minimum. This one is it was it was didn't have nothing to back it up as a story. It just went with it, and it was really bad. But yeah, it is. Yeah, this is like. But like how how Zay was saying is that. Once you go to that movie theater, your expectations higher because now you wasted more time driving, getting in line, popcorn, soda, sitting down, and having to drive back home and complaining about the movie you just spent two hours watching. Or if Nikki likes something about it, he'll talk to me the whole time about how about he would change. No. <laughs> yes, he would. <laughs> just, but, no. but if this happened and this person... <laughs> I think if I... if. I have never really walked. The only two movies in my life that I have ever walked out of the theater for was Fantasia. I did not know. Yeah, I didn't know there was all music. I didn't know that. I I thought I was like expecting people to talk. I was a kid. Okay. So I was in the theater thinking that this is going to be like a cartoon movie. And I realized, yeah, there's no there's no words. This is all like musical scores. Yeah. So I didn't realize that. So that was my bad because I wasn't ready. So I walked out of that one. And I walked out of 30 Days of Night, but that was because the date that I was on, she really hated it. Oh, so it was I, not by choice. So you did not leave the movie? No, I did no, not leave. It was not by choice. But I will, if. Do if we, I, do, do we know this person? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> That's all you gotta say. But um, <laughs> I would say, though, the, 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 I would have walked out of Velocipaster, yeah. You would have? I would have. Oh, heck yeah. Oh, no, I wouldn't. I would, I would sit through it. So, so what do you give? Hotel Artemis. Hotel oh. Artemis, I give it I give it a solid three. I'm happy you? with that. How about you, Jose? How many? Out, how out many of what, four or five? Huh? Five Nikki's. Out of five Nikki's? Out of five, five Nikki's, yeah. Well, just real quick, just so because I don't know if we've ever introduced you to the whole rating mm-hmm. system, right? So you have uh one is is just is just terrible. Unwatchable. It's unwatchable, right? You have two is uh needs work. Three is average. It's good. You know something? It's it's good. It's okay. I give it three. I, right. I enjoy it. So four is um, like man, that was really good, great but movie, it wasn't but, perfect. Yeah, great movie, but it had nah, some it's, it's, issues. It's definitely a three. Yeah. So and then five <laughs> is like How Avengers. Avengers is like five. Nick. Avengers, which one? Because not all of them were five. Well, the, the uh, End Game. End Game was five. Or or for Nick, Hobbs and Shaw. I did not give Hobbs and Shaw five. <laughs> I gave it a four. Hobbs and Shaw fun though. <laughs> okay. All right. So. Mm-hmm. Which is better, Avengers Infinity War or Endgame? For, to me, I see them as the same movie. It's not. But I see them as the same movie. Uh, I would say... I would say Endgame still. Just Endgame, because of, Endgame over Infinity War. Infinity War, except for the last 20 minutes, 30 minutes of Endgame. <laughs> no, I include all See, that, but you can't so. do that. You can't <laughs> just... <laughs> so how many um, I, I give it, you give? I give it three Nickies also. So we have an average of three Nickies. Yeah. Uh-huh. Please watch it. It's a good movie. I think you'll enjoy you'll it. You'll find it on Amazon Prime. If you have a Prime membership, it's mm-hmm. free. If yep. not, it's whatever you pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. thank you, guys. Yes? Oh, no. I was going to say, or however else you stream movies. Yeah. <laughs> however you find however. your movies, you watch it. Oh, I wanted to make one real quick comment that I thought was pretty funny. Um, because of the things that are going on with the current events, yeah. a lot of people are watching you know, movies in regards to this situation. Mm-hmm. Well, I was reading uh, from an actress, Bryce Dallas Howard, that there's a spike in movie in people watching the movie to help. Yeah. And she was telling people, don't watch the help because it's not a true story and it's the point of view of a white person. Yeah. You should watch movies that are historic and in the point of view, you know, of black people, their struggles and things like that. So I thought it was pretty funny that people automatically want to watch movies about race and they go to a white movie. Oh, okay. So that was pretty funny. Yeah, I did see some. And I like that she corrected it yeah. and that she posted it on her Instagram. All the black movies that you could watch, like Malcolm X, and you know these yeah, other movies get, that you can watch. They recommend movies. It's weird though, because I did see something about like Help was like being watched a lot. Yeah, it, 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 it spiked like a thousand percent. Yeah. So she made it a point to say, "I know what yeah. you guys are doing, but that's not the way to do it." Hey, if you're yeah. trying to see something that represents the struggle, that's not the one. Yeah. yeah. No, there are plenty of other movies that you well, can watch. More, yeah. The, 
that takes a portrayal of the protagonist as being a lead. Yeah, I started doing actor. that myself. I've been watching different movies at night, you know. Yeah, we started also. Yeah, I watched like LA 92. Um, Malcolm X, etc. Different movies like that. Just so. Mercy, we just watched. Just uh, Mercy, yesterday. which is available now on all platforms for free. Free, yeah. And also, um, uh, Prime, Prime, Prime released like a whole list and H mm-hmm. and Netflix too, of list of movies that are the hate you give. Also, is now available free. for free. free. Yeah, and yeah, that's a pretty good movie too. After which one it. is it? The hate you the give. The hate you give. Oh wow, that's that's right now should be huge. Yeah, yeah, it's a good. Did you see it? No, I mean I know of it. I know what's it about. Um, but yeah, I haven't seen it yet, but I know it's it's literally current situation. Yeah, yeah, but there's a lot of good movies out there, you know, for people to get educated on situations. Yeah, and be more right informed now. and know everything that's happening. I wonder how this movie is going to play into this uh, the, the situation we're in right now. Um, what was the one? Um, this coming out, I forgot Antebellum or something like that. Antebellum, oh, with uh, Janelle Monae. Yeah, where it's it's I, they really haven't established what the story is. But I know it has, has, has to do with modern day. And then, she, like, and then she wakes up to be a field worker. Yeah. Like it's yeah. it's so I, don't, I wonder what the how that's going to play out. Yeah. But all right, guys, thank you so much for listening. As always, you can find us on our social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram and Facebook at <clears throat> Nerds in the City. And as always, tell a nerd, send a nerd, bring a nerd. All right, guys, have a great week.